Hi, welcome to the Podgrads podcast. I'm your host, Faith O'Leary. This is the podcast where we talk about grad school, research, and life in academia. Uh, like I said, I'm your host, Faith O'Leary, and today we have two very special guests with us, um, and they're my friends, Bailey and Adrian. Um, they're going to talk about how they manage their relationship while going through grad school. Um, I'm very, very happy to have them on here. Uh, we met when we were in undergrad a very long time ago. Um, and yeah, uh, they're a very, very, um, uh, very couple, a couple very close to my heart. So Bailey and uh, Adrian, I would love to have you guys introduce yourself uh, individually um, and talk about both of you guys are in grad school. So introduce your programs um, and what you guys research. Sure. Do you want to go ahead? Uh, okay. So I'm Adrian Flores. Uh, we, what was it? Did I graduate in 2019 from Roosevelt University from the biology program? Was it 2019? Mm -hmm. uh, just you know, gotta give a shout out to you know where we started. Um, and right now I'm a third year student with the Integrated Physiology and Molecular Medicine program at uh, University of Nebraska Medical Center. And my specific research is uh, drug addiction. So I, I do, I do some pretty fun stuff for the most part. Yeah. Awesome, Bailey. I'm Bailey Allen. I'm a first year PhD student at the University of Nebraska Omaha. I'm in the School of Criminology and Criminal Justice. Um, right now, my research is working on risk assessment for correctional agencies. So um, I'm working with four different agencies right now, um, compiling data and um, validating their current risk assessment or updating it um, based off of what they, their agency needs are. That's awesome. Yeah, so both of them have been in uh, grad programs for uh, quite a, a quite a while and have managed a relationship uh, even throughout of it all of it so um, I wanted to definitely interview them about this specific topic um, because grad school in general is a very hard time and it's immensely tricky to balance school and work and internships and all of that stuff while also managing a relationship romantic or otherwise um, so today I just wanted to talk to Bailey and Adrian about the highs and the lows of their relationship and of relationships while managing uh, grad school and professional life. Um, yeah, I think that relationships in grad school are incredibly beneficial and can definitely help us um, manage and get through grad school. It's very, very important to have support systems and people to rely on in grad school. And in order to have relationships, you have to do it well. So. I wanted to interview somebody about theirs. Um, but to start off, I wanted to ask you guys about your uh, relationship specifically. Uh, how did you guys meet? How long have you guys been together? Um, how long were you uh, in grad school during your relationship? All that stuff. Uh, well, you were there when we met, actually. <laughs> uh, we met in the McNair Scholars Program. We did a summer class and then presented at the end of the summer at the Buffalo McNair Scholars Conference. And at that conference is where we first started talking. Um, yeah, so we've been in grad school for two of our three years together. 
when we moved to Nebraska, we moved here so he could go to UNMC and I started my master's program while I was working full time. Um, and it was really stressful. So most of our relationship, we've been in grad school. I, I don't know what we're going to do when we're not students anymore. <laughs> Relax, maybe. Probably. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't, so, I don't really know either. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how is it, just a broad question, how has it been trying to manage a relationship? Because like you said, you basically have been in grad school your entire relationship. How is it? Not easy. Um, I'm glad we met before grad school because I I don't know how people have time to date while they're in school. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we've done the whole thing together, so it doesn't feel weird. It just feels part of our life. Um, and you make time for the things that are important to you. Um, yeah. And you have a built-in study partner. So when you don't want to work, there's someone who also just has to work anyways. So um, it keeps us motivated. That helps. Um, but if I wanted to like tell one thing to couples that might be doing it together or you know, any two couples that are both highly ambitious, uh, I just, I would say, don't be scared to ask for help, mm. whatever that looks like for you. If that's, you know, just people in your lives that you look at and they have a really great relationship that you want to emulate, mm -hmm. don't feel bad talking to them and saying, Hey, I'm having this issue or, you know, we're having trouble connecting on this level, you know, cause you have, you have to be really honest to make a relationship like that work especially through grad school because there's it's not going to get any easier like as you keep going i mean i watched her finish her whole master's degree like faster than she needed to um uh she my lovely lovely fiance <laughs> uh decided to do an accelerated course of study uh, uh and you know i had my own personal challenges in the past like you know, two years of graduate school, and it's, it's been kind of a wreck, but like, whatever that looks like, if it means going to counseling together or counseling yourself, so like, separately, like, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I've gone myself because it's been super stressful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's really, really positive. People should be open to it. Mm -hmm. Relationships in grad school are, yeah, incredibly difficult, but like we've mentioned, it's very, very beneficial. So what have been some of the highlights, like the best parts of having a partner while also in grad school? Uh, and someone who understands, especially someone who understands grad school too, so understands the specific struggles that you're facing as a student. I would say it's, it's a very delicate balance to walk, but I, I would say almost the like, like the competitive push that you need to keep going, like um, having someone that's there seeing you at your worst and your best potentially in the same day, like um, they always know how to like keep pushing you forward. And then when they do something excellent, like there's that motivation for you to keep going, you know. Um, we also had COVID. <laughs> while we were both our first years of our our graduate school were during COVID and so there was just a lot of time in the house together and 
there wasn't always a way to celebrate those like challenges and successes. So we had to do that for ourselves. And um, it's really important to like say, well, I'm doing it and you're gonna do it and make each instance of success special. Cause it can, it can roll over and kind of go away really quickly if you don't like take that moment to pause and celebrate the win. Yeah. Adrian, any other thoughts? At the end? Like on one specific high? Uh, I guess like the big specific high um, for me at least was when we found out you got in. Um, she was applying for her PhD right at the end of her um, of her master's and uh, it felt great to know like like I watched you manifest destiny that's outstanding you don't see that really often <laughs> for context um I got rejected 12 times for first yeah first my year. first go around I did not get in <laughs> we kept going mail sucked for a while um and so it was it was really hard to make one plan and then suddenly you're in Nebraska working in prison and you're like this just wasn't part of it um but yeah getting that that one acceptance letter the second go around I only applied to one place I was I realized I've cast my net too wide my applications weren't specific enough I hadn't made enough connections so I just harassed the University of Nebraska until they hired me and yeah, I cried in my car that day. So. Yeah, yeah. So that was the best moment. Because, I mean, no one else wanted it more. Like, that's really clear. I didn't want it anywhere near as much as Bailey wanted it. And, you know, I watched you for, like, three years try to do it. And uh, it was great. I want like I could I would have swapped places with you in a heartbeat for that for like two years of trying to get into postgraduate work. Yeah. You know, so and then you had someone to share with when you got in, and that's like that's awesome. That's very, very special. Um what have been some of we talked about the highs, what are some of the lows? What have been like what's been like a challenge um that you face in grad school, maybe that you didn't face in undergrad? There's a lot of scheduling um, yeah. difficulties with both being in school. Yeah. And one summer I, I was working full time, I was in school full time and Adrian's research had him working eight hours a day, every day for like four straight months. And um, it was a really stressful time because yeah. there are just things you don't get to do like laundry when that's happening. Yeah. And uh, you have to really pick and choose your priorities. Um, and that was just really stressful. I, I don't feel like we saw each other all of last summer, unless I went to the lab with you. Like, really was, that yeah, yeah. It was also, I guess it was also COVID. So like, thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot we had to do outside of work and school. But um, I think he was also taking a class. So even our weekends were just like yeah. sitting at the computer together. I took, uh, yeah, that was 
that was horrible just to yeah really stressful just to like give you like a little bit of an insight uh i work with animals uh so you got to raise them right from like little little things and uh all of that work took five months last year it started in july mm -hmm. and i was supposed to be done in october maybe november mm -hmm. uh but i just kept having issues with uh animals dying so we just had to keep adding more to the study and just mm -hmm. kept snowballing and making more work and yeah. it was and it was like a couple days after like before we got engaged that it, you were finally done yes i finished all of that work the week before we got engaged and mm -hmm. i finally had a minute to like relax and talk to my jeweler yeah <laughs> uh, it was so stressful yeah it was it was super stressful because you're right i didn't get a day off for like five months i remember someone offered to cover for a saturday and we just like sat there in our apartment and didn't know what to do it was like there's nothing to go take care of right now like, yeah uh it's a saturday you're not supposed to be here and it was just like uncomfortable but yeah. We made it through it and it hasn't been quite that bad since then. So. Yeah. 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 I think that kind of leads into my next question. How has your relationship had to kind of adapt in order to hold up with the demands of like grad school and working and all that? You said the crazy busy scheduling. Um, are there ways that you've had to change or grow and like make things work? Yeah. I mean, we don't get to do the same things we got to do in Chicago mm -hmm. uh, as stress relievers or to like, you know, have a date night, like, you know, just because like having such like difficult schedules also means finding activities that are fun for both of you to do also becomes more difficult and moving somewhere where there's a lot less options. Yeah strenuous too that like personal not work time doesn't really exist when you're in grad school like yeah I, I've been in for two weeks and I think about my research almost constantly even when I'm not working and so kind of just get used to talking about dead rats at the kitchen table like <laughs> this is a part of life now I don't talk about them that much anymore though anymore is the key word I mean but, it's been a while since I've had to do that specific portion of it yeah but it's um it's just always there and well we at least for me I really have to work on not being guilty <laughs> like feeling guilty when I'm not working and so um we really do have to like put our work away and go do something else and that that can be challenging yeah especially finding personal activities that we both enjoy and are both stress relievers. yeah it's a struggle yeah uh, i know we've kind of talked about this a little bit already but how do you guys like you said how do you make time uh amidst all your busy schedules to make life like make time for each other how how do you make that fit how do you do prioritize time for each other how do you make it work you have to really be there at the moment i feel like um you really have to make it count when you do get that time even if it's something stupid like 
we're going to take the dog for a walk together and it's just going to be her and me and you know the dog's along for the ride but we really really enjoy each other's company and try and connect so i don't know that's my answer to it uh you learn to make the routine parts of life more fun Mm. like um we have a very strict sunday routine of going to the grocery store and meal prepping Mm -hmm. And we put a lot of thought into like what we're making for the week and we try to make it like the whole grocery store experience is just really fun for us now that we're adults. We got a Costco card and that's just yes. game. So, yeah, uh, so if it's two hours wandering around Costco with like 900 socks in your cart, like it is what it is. And I love socks. Um, we tried we tried a weekly date night. And the, the problem that we found with that is you don't make that much. Yeah, um, there is not weekly going out money in the budget. So you have to do stuff at home. Um, our, our big one recently is like home paint and sip nights. Like, mm -hmm. um, so it's, you adapt, I guess. Yes, definitely. Yeah. What What's something that uh, you wish you guys had known about relationships or grad school and or grad school before you started? We were not even in together a year yet when Adrian started going to grad school. And we were both high achieving people, but there's just a whole nother level to the coursework of grad school. Yeah. And it really like challenges your own self-worth and self-identity. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't really know about that when Adrian was going in. And there's just a natural like depression that happens your first semester of like, yeah. holy shit, mm -hmm. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And I've never talked about any of this stuff before. Mm -hmm. um, the four years of preparation were useless. Mm -hmm. and. Yes. Um, I wish we had known each other that like enough to um, buffer from the depression. Like um, I, I just didn't know what to do because I had never seen him in that place before. I had never seen him in a low before. So it was, it was really like disheartening for me watching him do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I wish that I had known how to support him better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Was there a, um, unless you have something to add, Adrian, uh, was there a piece of advice that uh, someone, a couple or someone, a person has given you guys that has been impactful or meaningful to you? Yeah, I, uh, I would say the best advice was check-in. Um, and that could be like on Saturday, from this time to this time, even if we're busy, even if we're doing a bunch of chores or doing homework, something, you stop and you go, hey, how was this week for you? Mm -hmm. uh, I know it sounds really stupid and really lame, but to do that, um, it requires a lot of maturity to like tell your partner in a really like calm not aggressive, not blaming, but like, hey, I didn't quite love the way this interaction went. You know, can we work on that? Yeah, we have to schedule fights. 
Yeah. We don't have time for these like sporadic arguments. So we have to schedule them. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, didn't quite, I didn't quite get that that was the point. But yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that too, because sometimes you're going into a stressful situation at work and you really do just need to be able to like handle it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, know that your relationship is strong enough to get back to it later yeah. and that the other person loves you enough to like be there with you in that moment yeah and you have time for it um my research mentor at roosevelt was incredible and um he had kids when he started his doctorate degree so if anyone would know how to multitask, it would be him. And his biggest piece of advice was when you are at home, you are at home. And when you are at work, you are at work, um, which I haven't found quite how to execute yet as a grad student. But what I've taken from that advice is that when I am in a particular moment I have to be there and my brain can't be like wandering off to what's happening at work or what what's happening with my research or what's happening here like like my mind is at dinner I'm with with my person and we are talking about this and I just have to really put my mind there and it's I find it to be more refreshing like those little moments that I'm 100% in are more refreshing to me than these huge things that um I've been waiting for and building up in my head like I, I'd rather be at dinner table with my fiance just chatting than this big thing that I've been working on if I don't if I don't take those moments to like really be in the, the, the moment so awesome that is a very a very good piece of advice I appreciate that and I like that a lot uh is there any other departing thoughts you guys wanted to share or something uh yeah, last things you wanted to share, um, last pieces of advice or tips or anything in general? Uh, well, I mean, I was not prepared for rejection. <laughs> yes. I was prepping for grad school. So it's not, it's not the end. It's not a reason to give up. Um, and working and experiencing life in your field is not a lose situation. So um, it doesn't mm. always go on that linear path, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's important to, to be okay with those things and make a plan B. I mm. wish I had made a plan B. Uh, I guess my advice to the couples out there is don't feel guilty. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, don't feel guilty if you need a moment to yourself to think about, you know, whatever the fight is to relax from your work you're both yep. still independent people. And Bailey mentioned that she felt bad that she didn't quite know how to be there for me. And when I was feeling really depressed about graduate school, it really was, I don't think I'd ever experienced anything like that before because I had so many struggles, like passing classes, which I didn't think I was gonna have. Um, I want to say fortunately, unfortunately, I didn't have quite the same experience when supporting Bailey. Uh, um, she had few problems before that, that I got to help her through. So I had a little bit of experience in that role, at least more than she did. Uh, so I think it's been easier in that way. But that being said, 
I definitely fucked it up. There's definitely like days when you don't say the right thing or you're not supportive in the way they need to. And it's just hard for you to listen and respond. Right. Like it's super classic for men to try and like fix the problem. And, uh, you know, we're all like adults and we're all in graduate school. So like intellectually, we all know, like they just want somebody to listen or they just want to vent. Um, but you know, you're tired, um, and you don't respond the right way. Like that is okay. And you, you need to like not feel guilty and you also need to bear that forgiveness. Like I don't not upset at all you know, in either regard, like it happens. Yeah. Forgiveness is really key. Like you, you really don't have time to keep fighting over the same thing and it just drains you emotionally. So do what you need to do to like put it behind you and move on and keep pushing forward. Um, there's a lot of stagnation in a PhD program and there's a lot of times where you don't feel like you're making progress and you have to be able to forgive the people around you and you have to be able to forgive yourself when that's happening. Thank you guys so much for coming on and talking today. I greatly appreciate, like I said, uh, thank you for sharing all the things that you guys have learned. Uh, and thank you everyone for listening to this amazing podcast. Um, I hope you guys have learned something and can take a piece of advice from Bailey and Adrian. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you again. This is the Podgrads podcast. I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you.